Good evening, folks, and welcome to the Adafruit Show and Tell. My name is Melissa, and tonight we're going to go ahead and start out with Liz. Hello. Hey, Melissa. Hey, uh, thanks for hosting. Uh, tonight, I've got uh, the Memento camera, and it's connected to this thermal printer. It is the cat printer. It's become kind of, I feel, infamous on the internet. Um, but what I've got going on in the Memento is running Arduino code that is using um, kind of a variation on the Game Boy filter, which Jeff had added to the core, and my cats just had a fight next to me. Um, and so it's giving you that pixelated grayscale goodness uh, that we uh, come to know and love. Uh, and I've got Agent Dale Cooper here, which is appropriate because we're coming up on Twin Peaks Day. Uh, so if I take a photo with the Memento right now, it's going to start printing to the thermal camera, a uh, thermal printer rather, here. Yay. Uh, so uh, I added a little border, kind of make it look like a Polaroid. I also added shot on memento. Um, if you don't want the filter, you can also press select and it will do no frame. And we can do maybe a little plant and print that. Um, at first, uh, I couldn't get this working. Uh, what ended up uh, getting it to work was adding some delays to the library. Um, and then that made it so that uh, the images print correctly and the code keeps running on the memento and everything is good. But I'm writing this up as a learn guide right now and I'll have the code compiled as a UF2 so people can drag and drop it. Um, and I also have a page on there kind of talking about the troubleshooting stages I went through uh, to get it working. So if you ever try to maybe do a project like this, you can see um, kind of thought process. But uh, yeah, it's been fun to work on and I'm glad I got it working. Kind of gives that um, Game Boy printer vibe from the 90s, so. Yeah. Cool, so which library did you end up having to uh, add the delays to? Yeah, so there's this really awesome Cat GFX library uh, that is by uh, the NYTEC and it works great. Uh, like the, I was able to compile the demo uh, for the Pi Camera Railway and that worked fine. Um, but then what was happening was when I was trying to print the whole image buffer um, from the Mento to the camera, like it would print like halfway. I actually, I think I have an example here. Yeah, it would print like half the image and stop. And it would still be connected on Bluetooth, I discovered. At first I thought it was a Bluetooth issue. Um, and so what ended up happening was if I add a delay in between the, the writes, then um, that makes it so that everything flows nicely. So that's why you get that little pause kind of in the middle of printing, but um, makes it more stable long-term. So, ah, okay. Because yeah, like the code's sense. still running and everything like before it would, it would stop. So it's uh, been nice. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for stopping by and showing that. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for hosting. Uh, let's see. Uh, next up, we have DJ Devon 3. Hi. Are you ready, DJ? There we go. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, wow, there's only two? Okay. Um, this is a yeah. touch driver that I came up with uh, that uses the XPT 2046 uh, touch controller. And it, this calibrates if you, like, go to the bottom corners and so this is an auto calibration so I, I wrote the touch driver and that's working uh, and then I will unplug that and then 
I will turn the light on. Whoa, overexposure. So I designed a little PCB that's like a feather wing adapter for the display. Uh, so I've written the touch controller, the display controller, and the SD card is built into the back of this thing. And this is basically just comes apart, little sandwich pins. And then added a little feather, uh, this custom PCB, and start it up and should just, uh, might be a little too dim. Ah, and that crashed. Oh, and I have, um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, just the first couple of uh, paragraphs of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy as a demo uh, for that. That's just for the display demo. So I have a touch controller working, a display working, SD card works as well, which I have tested. And there's well two more things that I'd like to show. And since some, there's like, I don't know if there is, is anybody else here? Is it just me? Because I can take up time if you need. It's just, yeah, just you. Is You're the okay. last one here. Okay, so these are uh, 2.5 millimeter pitch matrix panels. Cute little guys. Uh, and if you've seen the 12 panel matrix display uh, using the five pitch, five millimeter pitch panels, as well as Syndrome's 25 panel display, you'll know that if you want to make an array of any sizable, appreciable size, you need support brackets. So this goes with 3D printing. Uh, and there is a support bracket, and it's nicely wedged in there. And then if I, I only have the two panels, so I kind of have to like, you know, pretend <laughs> so that everything lines up nicely. And that way I know that I can add in a large array using these uh, support brackets and there will be four, you know, bracketed together. These are pretty nice and chunky. So these will, uh, these will take a lot of weight. And that's my 3D printing stuff. And then another project I'm working on is the same display, but another custom board. And this one has, it's hard to see, focus. Mm, yeah, a little cutie pie. I'm going to try and run this whole thing off of uh, a cutie pie S3. And that's another custom board. And then this just kind of comes apart like that. Oh, yeah. It's also a little Fraggle Rock graphic I made for that. And then that just comes apart like that. So that's what I got so far. I've been uh, pretty busy having a having fun time. And uh, thank you for hosting, Melissa. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah. Um, regarding the matrix panels, yeah, I did a uh, message board guide, and I had designs that were similar to that. Yes. The matrix panel project that I worked on with a 12 panel would not have been a success without a lot of work that was done by you uh, with the RGB matrix drivers. Uh, so I'm very appreciable, appreciative of your work on the back end, even though it's, you know, you mostly work on, on Blinka, but a lot of that stuff does transfer into CircuitPython as well. I do. Well, I did a little bit of work on the back end, but uh, I worked mostly on the front end stuff, like the libraries and stuff. Uh, it was uh, Jeff Epler and uh, Bill Paint Your Dragon that uh, did most of the work for the back end there. Yep, and they had to update the matrix because Syndrome broke the matrix a couple weeks ago. Uh, they had to update it like it's like from 16-bit to 32-bit, and now that enlarges the theoretical maximum amount of array panels from 25 to 50. 
Nice. <laughs> uh, I What's don't think anyone. I've done twelve, um, and I'm okay. planning to do a larger one. Uh, and the plan is, Syndrome and I are going <clears> to <throat> attempt to break the new uh, matrix ceiling. Uh, maybe someday it's going to be costly because these matrix panels are not cheap. <laughs> no, they are. A large, large amount of panels is, you know, it's something that you have to add on to. So you start out with something like, you know, two panels and then you get two more and then two more. You just add on to it over time and eventually you'll get something. Now, the 12 panels that I had that are five millimeter pitch, they're huge. They take up a massive amount of, of wall space. I don't have a big enough wall. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go with the 2.5 in order to try and increase the amount, which also uh, decreases the circuit, um, the copper length that the copper has to travel. So I'm thinking half the length, you might be able to get more signal integrity, you know, for longer travels. That's a theory. And we'll see if we can break the matrix again sometime cool. this year, hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, the um, the limiting factor might just be the processor itself. So. At this point, yes. The S3, I do not think is going to be able to do it. Um, and the IMX series isn't going to do it because the IMX doesn't come with enough RAM. But if you combine a whole bunch of RAM with the IMX speed, I think it could do it. Cool, yeah. Well, thanks for stopping by and showing that off. Well, thank you very much. And everyone have a lovely week. Cool, thanks. And that does it for our show and tell for this week. Uh, we have the Ask an Engineer in about 20 minutes, uh, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. And that about wraps it up. So have a good evening, everybody.